Welcome to the new Georgia Today podcast from GPB News. Today is Tuesday, November 29th. I'm Peter Biello. Coming up on today's episode, Georgia sets a new single-day record for in-person early voting. The fastest-growing sport in Georgia schools is girls' flag football. And Dave Matthews made an appearance in Cobb County last night for Senator Raphael Warnock. These stories and more coming up on Georgia Today. Georgia has set a new single-day record for in-person early voting. More than 300,000 people cast ballots yesterday. GPB's Stephen Fowler has more. On the first statewide day of in-person early voting, people showed up in force. Even though the runoff for U.S. Senate is only four weeks, or maybe because of it, well over a quarter million Georgians cast their votes Monday, more than the 252,000 that showed up the final early day in the 2016 presidential election. This came after unprecedented numbers this weekend, too, as a handful of counties opened their doors to people after the Thanksgiving holiday. What remains to be seen is if this torrid pace of voting continues and what Election Day turnout will look like, plus, of course, who wins the runoff between Senator Raphael Warnock and Republican Herschel Walker. For GPB News, I'm Stephen Fowler. Clayton County Schools will pay $10 million to the parents of a 16-year-old high school basketball player who died after collapsing in sweltering heat during practice. The mother of Imani Bell, Dorian Bell, said today the settlement was bittersweet and partly will fund a foundation that will offer scholarships and work to prevent heat stroke deaths while also keeping Imani's memory alive. She was caring, kind, and um, just really goal-oriented. She had a lot, she, she had everything to get herself together. This will be our baby, the foundation, and we'll do all we can to um, just keep her memory alive. I don't want her to be forgotten, you know, and that's just impossible. Every day, you know, we think about her. She'll never be forgotten. I I know that, and I know that. The temperature was in the upper 90s when she collapsed in August of 2019. Prosecutors have charged two coaches with murder and child cruelty in connection with her death in a case that is still ongoing. An international center focused on ocean-based climate solutions launched last month in Atlanta. The Ocean Visions UN Decade Collaborative Center for Ocean Climate Solutions is a partnership between the Georgia Aquarium, Georgia Tech, and the nonprofit Ocean Visions. Courtney McGeechee is the center's director. She says ocean climate solutions can come from many places. That could be anything from mangroves, salt marshes, seagrasses, seaweed restoration projects, but any sort of, um, in this particular case, marine plant that could be used to absorb and store carbon. The center also is looking at ocean-based renewable energy technologies, sustainable fisheries, and aquaculture to produce low-carbon food. McGeechee says she hopes they can also partner with local communities and universities throughout the state. Headquartered at the Georgia Aquarium, the center is part of the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals to achieve by 2030. Girls flag football is the fastest growing sport in Georgia schools, and McEachern High School is one of the top-ranked teams in the state, taking a 16-0 record into the playoffs that get underway tonight. GPB's Leah Fleming sat down with the team's quarterback and coach to discuss their success and the rise of the sport's popularity. 
It's GPB. I'm Leah Fleming. It is the fastest growing high school sport in Georgia right now. Girls flag football. According to the Georgia High School Association, over half of their schools now have a team with more on the way. Today, the playoffs get underway. McEachern High School is currently the top ranked team in the state. That's according to Max Preps, which is a high school sports website. And their senior quarterback, Amber Kirkpatrick, was recently named the Georgia High School Football Daily Player of the Week. Amber led McEachern to a 16-0 regular season and finished the season with over 2,800 passing yards, 49 touchdowns, and 254 rushing yards, among other accomplishments. She joins me now along with her coach, Jake Bergdorf. He is the flag football coach for McEachern, and he graduated from Valdosta State, where he played football for a while. He's also coached tackle football. You'll hear from him in a minute, but uh, first I want to start with you, Amber. How did you start playing flag football? Once the sport was new to my school, I wasn't very interested in the sport at first. Mm -hmm. Um, However, my family is a very athletic family, and I figured I would give it a shot. And once I gave it a shot, I actually loved the game. Mm -hmm. I I loved the game as soon as I I tried it. Like, I'm so happy I I decided to play. It it gave me something new to do and um, learn about. Mm-hmm. And now I just have a lot of love for the game, especially with my teammates that I have today. So what are your goals as an athlete? No matter the sport I'm playing, whether it's flag football or lacrosse, I always plan to um, be a student of the game and always take in what my coaches have to tell me and just prepare myself for everything that I need to. Does your school have as much you know, school spirit for girls' games as, as they do for the boys? Do they come out and like watch you all play? Um, I would say after they saw how successful our season was, they started to come out and see us. But um, there's definitely a lot more love for the boys' sport than it is for us. You know what I love about girls' sports? Um, you know, with boys, you may see the um, sheer uh, strength, but with girls, you see a lot of um, of the, the technical play, you know? Yes. So, Coach Bergdorf, you graduated from college where you yourself played uh, football. How did you get into coaching girls flag football? So I, I did. I graduated from Valdosta State and played football for a couple of years. And um, my dad was a head football coach for uh, many, many, many years. He was a high school coach for 30 years. And, you know, I was always on as a as a kid on the sidelines. I was a water boy. I grew up around the game of football. I've always had love for the sport and uh, actually coached high school football for seven years, tackle football, um, six years at McEachern. And I honestly had never coached girls before, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? I got a daughter. This is a perfect opportunity for me to learn. <laughs> and uh, so I've, I really, really, really have enjoyed it. You know, we do and treat the game of flag football exactly like we did with tackle football. Uh, we watch film. Um, the girls are all into it, you know, and, and that, that's what's made our program so successful is, is how serious our, our players take it. Girls, when they are playing, they're not actually tackling, but um, there's still some physicality to it. Is that right? That is correct. It's a lot more physical than 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 what you would think. Uh, we all, you know, we wear flag belts uh, in high school, triple threat flags. That just means that there's three flags, um, and that's how you tackle someone is by pulling their their flag belt. But in college, uh, the sport is growing on the collegiate level as well. 
and they wear what's called pop flags, which means that there are two flags, one on each hip. And um, so it is uh, – what I also love about the sport is that it's growing at the collegiate level, and it also gives, you know, girls another sport or that they can go play at the college level and, and get their education paid for. So it's just giving them more and more opportunities as, as they move forward. So what has been the secret to your success uh, this season, do you think? Because certainly there are other schools in Georgia that have started flag football, um, but you all are, I mean, 16-0. and 0. So what what do you attribute this to? Uh, I, uh, really, we have a great coaching staff. All of our coaching staff has coached tackle football at one point, but it really comes back to our, our players and their buy-in. You know, we don't we our girls don't miss practice. They are at everything. They watch a ton of film. They all have a huddle account, and like we have ten players that watch hours and hours of film because they're just trying to perfect their craft and learn and do what we ask them to do. And uh, I mean, it really comes down to them as players and and just how they've come together as a group. And they play really, really, really hard for one another. Um, you know, you can have the greatest coach in the world, but if you don't have the willingness from your players um, to do what you ask them to do and, and for them to come together and play together, you're not going to be very good. And, you know, that that's that it, it's really all on them. Um, players like Amber and we have many other great players on our team that have that, that make this, you know, make everything go. So it's it's all them. Yeah, well, it has been exciting to watch you all as you get ready uh, now for the, the playoffs. What are you looking forward to as you get ready for these playoffs? I don't personally like talking about and looking forward too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, with our group, we focus on today and today only. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if we look look ahead, uh, you may overlook a team, and it's win or go home at this point, and we've got to take it day by day and focus on getting better today. Um and so that, that's just been kind of what our focus is, and, and we kind of have a saying to, you know, right now, why not us? Um, somebody's got to win each and every week, so why, why not us? Why can't it be us? And so I'm looking forward to us coming out and competing on the 29th, and hopefully we can walk away with uh, two wins that night and move on to the next round. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm just looking forward to another day of practice with these young ladies and um, just taking it week by week, day by day at this point. Jake Bergdorf, you are the coach of the girls' flag football team at McEachern High School in Powder Springs. Amber Kirkpatrick, you are the, a senior student. You're getting ready to graduate, and you're also the quarterback of the team. Thank you both uh, for your time, and good luck in the playoffs. Thank you. Thank you so much. GPB Sports will provide a live stream of the first and second round playoff action from McEachern High School tonight. You can watch it on gpb.org or on the GPB Sports app. And finally, Dave Matthews was at the Battery Atlanta in Cobb County last night for an event with Senator Raphael Warnock, kicking things off with a song fitting for a reverend, Save Me. Driving through the desert, I met a man who told me of this crazy plan. He'd been walking there for 20 days, and we're gonna walk on for 20 more. I said, how about a drink or a bite to eat? No, my faith is all I need to sit down. Save me, save me, Mr. Walking Man. If you can, you don't need. Before he started playing, he spoke on stage with Senator Warnock, and they both pitched a message that not voting is a vote without any direction, a giving away of your power, so to speak. 
Matthews also said this about our loss of shared truths. If truth is banished from the political discourse, then it's really hard to go in the right direction. And if there's just gaslighting and lighting fires and screaming fires um, are coming, and instead of actually talking about how to help each other and how to give the people all the way down to the very bottom a life of dignity, then we're going in the wrong direction. GPB's Christy Wooten has a nice write-up about last night's event with Dave Matthews and Raphael Warnock. You can find that at gpb.org, as well as some photos from the event. GPB is also going to be covering an event for Republican Herschel Walker later this week. Stay tuned for that. And if you have not voted yet in the runoff election, there is still time. For information on poll locations and hours, go to mvp.sos.ga.gov. That's a mouthful. I'll say it again. Go to mvp.sos.ga.gov. And one last thing. Today, November 29th, is Giving Tuesday. Because GPB News is an important part of your life, please support it with a gift at gpb.org. We're here on this podcast. We also have the radio, of course. Tons of stories at gpb.org. All of that is worth your support. We hope you'll make a gift today as part of Giving Tuesday. And thank you so much. We really do appreciate your being there for GPB. That's it for today's edition of Georgia Today. We welcome your feedback. You can send it via email. The address is georgiatoday at gpb.org. Thanks so much for listening to the Georgia Today podcast from GPB News. I'm Peter Biello. We'll see you tomorrow.